You're listening to This Nomad Life with Lee and Paul. everyone. I'm Minivan Lee here from YouTube Minivan Lee. And here's Paul. I'm Paul. And Lee, what did we talk about last week? The wind. You want oh. me to sing the song again? No. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, sure, if you'd like to. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. Well, you know what? I know. Tomorrow and Saturday, well, depending on when you're listening to this, the next day and a half, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get it again. I'm going to whine again. <laughs> Want some cheese? Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. It's just... It, is that a normal springtime thing in... Probably. In, in the southern Arizona? Um, yeah. I don't know. It's... Abby, what are you doing? <laughs> What's she doing back there? She's making her bed. We're recording, of course, in our in our recording studio is Paul's Ram Promaster 2500. Which is not soundproofs. Proofed. Um, actually, you know, I've mentioned before, and I'll say it again, a vehicle is one of your better recording oh, that's studios. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. A lot of people use them for a recording studio. Hmm. Yeah. But well, Abby, she's clawing at your carpet. She back does here. that all the time. It, it, it must be an instinct to kind of Pile rustle up. it up yep. and make it more comfortable. But yeah. it doesn't do a darn thing except... Well, that's like after a dog poops. They always afterwards, and they, they run their feet back to, to, like, bury it or something. And they're way off base. They're never around it when they right, do it. Right. I see all dogs do that. And especially out here in the caliche. Yeah, there's she, nothing going she on. She does that with her back hind legs and... There's a cloud of dust. You want to make sure to not be downwind yeah. when she does that. Well, yeah, she drops and then she thinks she's bearing it, but yeah. it's not happening. So, yeah, funny. Okay, well, I won't whine about the wind, but I think there is some news to report. There is. And... I think a lot of people have been wondering what's going to go on with Lee's vehicle. Yep. What happened? Well, my 2006 silver Kia Sedona has been um, diagnosed terminal. <laughs> it's very sad. It wasn't funny a week ago. It wasn't funny at all. No, it was uh, very stressful. Yeah, um, and that a lot of people see. There, most people don't know crap about cars. They really don't. And they say, "Well, you know, well, can't that gasket get fixed?" Well, there's a lot of gaskets in your engine. Yeah. And um, they're all leaking oil by now. So so much so that w what did the uh, yeah. uh, head guy or the mechanic uh, head guy at the uh, garage tell you? He refused to work on my minivan. How's that make you feel? It made me feel sad. I thought, wow, this is... It, I think reality hit me at that point. like Because you always... I, my goal was, oh my gosh... I have no worries. I've got a savings. 
if anything goes down, I will always have a home. I can just fix it. Well, when you hear the words, I'm, I, it, you, I can't fix this. Or I won't fix this. Or it's not worth fixing. Th that's when the old gulp <laughs> happens like, oh my gosh. And it was, it was pretty scary. It I was bet. very, very, very. That's your home. Right. It's like somebody condemned my home and said, you know, and my home has been, you know, it's out in the middle of nowhere and I can't, and, and I don't have a car to take it. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. You know, where if I was in a city, I'd be stuck too. Right, right. More stuck than I am out here, actually. Why do you say that? Well, because I can just stay here. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> but if I was in town, I can't. I, I, and I was at the park. I, I gotta move it. Although I still can drive my car. Sure. And you know, I mean, for all I know, that car could have gone another 4,000 miles. I mean, it probably could have. Well, last Wednesday, it took you to down to Yuma. And, yeah. Which is, what, 80 miles away. Right on. So. But one of these days, it's going to just give right. up the ghost, I'm And I afraid. forget what it was called, something, something balancer. And he said the oil has made that thing of starting to come apart, and the car will stop. And that... That was probably the most concerning was like, yeah, I could keep going with my car, although I didn't want to. But yeah, if that thing goes, then I really am like, I'm on the side of the highway or something. Yeah. <clears throat> and that two-lane highway on the way to or from uh, Yuma and Quartzsite. Yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, there's very, very uh, uh, narrow shoulders. Oh, yeah. It's not a, there's a few wide spots on the road, but... They're few and far between. That would be a terrible place to get uh, yeah. stuck. Well, you could do it, but you'd be leaning the whole time waiting. Right. And sometimes it can take a couple, three hours. And you'd have those uh, semis and yeah. all kinds of different traffic going by at 65 and 70 miles an hour. That's no fun. I know. But you had a follower, so yeah. we were going to yeah. make it no matter what but the one reason i didn't want to drive it also is because of the oil fumes the drippy oil and the oil the smoke i i couldn't even run my air conditioner because it was flowing inside oh sure and <coughs> you know it's uh deemed terminal and i was freaking out inside i didn't jump up and down and faint or anything but inside i'm like oh my gosh I wasn't happy. It wasn't my happiest moment. No, not for sure. Yeah. So, but then, but then, um, I, well, okay, so the night before when I slept in, in the tent, waiting for the diagnosis the next day, um, so I didn't sleep on the tent, and then the next day was sleeping, sleepless night number two. So that, that morning I got up and I looked on Craigslist, and that's when I found this one, um, ad on Craigslist for, uh, believe it or not, another Kia Sedona. As fate would have it. As fate would have it. Yeah. So, um, you, Paul, took me there. Paul said, do you want to go see it? This was in the morning. This is about like 7.30 in the morning, wasn't it? 8 o'clock? Are we on Saturday now? Um, I think Friday. Because I got the diagnosis on Thursday. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. And then Friday morning, I came out of my van, and I said, well, I made some inquiries. There's this one, and it's in Tucson, but I was inquiring from Phoenix also. Well, everybody, my friends, the thing is, is that on our Facebook group and on the YouTube channel, I get post upon post upon post. There are no vehicles available. All the minivans are gone. Prices are sky high. So I was pretty surprised. It's like I came out to tell you, like, oh, my gosh. There I've inquired. I replied to a few of them. One of them actually answered me. Mm-hmm. And he was in Tucson. That's <laughs> when you said, do you want to go see it? And I was really, um, like, happy about that. I thought, wow, you mean you want to drive again for the third day in a row? Why oh my not? Gosh. Why not? Well, it... it Something had to be done. Yeah, you know, thank you. We had to do something, and let's get it done. Yeah. <laughs> and you did, and we did. Yeah. And we went down there, and we saw it, and it was the clincher for us, or one not a clincher, but um, sort of a what a wrench in the in the what do you call that a wrench wrench in the, in the works wrench in the works was that it was a Restored, uh, restored salvage title, which means what? Which means it had been in a pretty severe accident. And the insurance company had decided, we're just going to total this. And when they do that, I went through a, a total totaled vehicle deal on the uh, pickup truck that I had before this van. And there's a lot of different ways that, that it can happen. For one thing is, essentially, the insurance company will buy it from you. But if there's an individual or a garage or a body shop or something that thinks, hey, I can get this for a pretty low price and put my uh, uh, pieces and parts uh, in it and sell it for a profit, People can do that. As a matter of fact, a guy at a body shop bought my pickup truck that had been totaled, and he actually needed to work with the uh, insurance company to work that out uh, as far as what price he was going to pay and so forth. So it, it, you don't know how bad it is. It's really hard to tell. Uh, we have, <laughs> Lee, as you well know, we found little things, nothing major, but, well, if you consider not being able to open your hood, <laughs> nothing major. That was, uh, Lee was not a happy camper. Uh, trip back about halfway between Phoenix and Quartzsite or so, we stopped at a rest area and she wanted to check the fluids, and make sure everything was cool. She couldn't get the hood open and she was not happy at all. <laughs> I think that was like the straw that broke the camel's back I was I was I exhibited anger you know not like yelling or anything but I was like what a bunch of crap this is well just make tell them what happened when we were looking at the vehicle just to let people know that we did in fact pop the hood and look at the engine and such right let's go to commercial break and we'll come right back and I'll Tell what happened with that and what you do have to be careful for, everybody. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Be right back. 
Let me help you get started in the nomad lifestyle. Go to youtube.com and search for Minivan Lee. That's L-E-E, Lee. I feature over 400 videos about nomad life. There are instruction videos, travel videos, entertaining videos. I will teach you how to live in your minivan, your SUV, or van high top successfully in style. I share ideas and gadgets, including a really great solar setup to keep all your gadgets powered up throughout your travels. It's a great life full time. It's also great for using your minivan as a camper for vacations. Go to YouTube.com and search for Minivan Lee. That's L-E-E, Minivan Lee. Please subscribe and ring the bell for notifications. You are really going to enjoy all the videos. They're fun and entertaining as well as instructional. Now let's get back to the show. Oh, we're back. Well, these are things you do have to watch out for because you're excited when you're looking at something like that. And you might be nervous. I mean, we just went for... We went four hours. Yeah, a four-hour drive. And I remember thinking, I can't believe I'm in Tucson. What is this all about? Because I was kind of working on my website in the car. <laughs> you know, it's like all of a sudden I look up and I could see. All of a sudden, I'm in, I'm in Tucson. Well, I would think that that actually took a little of the pressure off. I mean, you were in your hometown. Right. That's a good thing. You're, you're, right. You you know place. When we found out where the car could be seen, it was actually at a grocery store. The, the owner small, of the grocery yeah. store was uh, selling it. Mm -hmm. She knew right where that was. It was on Speedway, for those of you that know anything about Tucson. And she knew right at the, the crossroad and everything. So that... That's got to make you feel yeah. kind of good, you know? Right. Well, he was very squirrely, wasn't he? <laughs> he really was. It's the only way I can describe it. He was very squirrely. And it almost, in retrospect, it was almost like he was like, look over here. Don't look here. Look over there. Don't look here. You know, he was always, always moving my attention to another area. He was talking very fast. And so, but he did, He and, I, and he said, do you know... Well, I have a Kia also. So he goes, do you know how to do the hood? And I popped the hood and I go, well, yeah. And he goes, but he almost went ahead of me to do it. And he popped it. It didn't come open. And so he looked at me kind of weird. And I looked at him like, uh-oh. And then he popped it again and it opened. So I didn't think, I thought, well, that's not good. But then it was like, well, look here. Don't look here. And I almost forgot about it. Well, it, it, Until point, it wouldn't open again. Yeah. Yeah, and this time it didn't open on the second time, and I was not happy. No, and so sure I texted him, and he pretended like he didn't know what the heck I was talking about. And you know darn well he did. Right, so that was kind of disappointing. But we could, both of us visibly noticed that the hood was askew, just a tad. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. oh my gosh. So it was not, it was catching. It wasn't releasing. So we thought maybe the cable. I mean, these you have to have your hood open, and the I guess you could go on and on, on and on describe all these little things and think, well, wow. But the point of it is, it's like here I just bought this, just drove another. Well, we spent the night there. I slept in the back of my minivan actually. By the way, um, uh, yeah, it was. So there's sleepless night number three. <laughs> Because there was a light shining in. I didn't have any window coverings on it or anything. Okay, so there's sleepless night number three. 
I'm all, I'm like walking around like a basket case now. Went and got the title and the uh, temporary plates were on the road for four hours. Again, the next day. Well, let me just say that Phoenix sucks on the highway because they're still fixing this huge area. You have to, it takes, you really, really, I'm going to say, I think we're traveling a good hour more than what we need to. So it's a four hour drive to Tucson, but it's a five hour drive back. Through Phoenix. Yeah. And I, it, it was, folks, there's got to be a better way. We saw the signs that said I-10 is closed from some highway to 47th Street. Seek alternate route. Well, that's fine if you're familiar with Phoenix, but right. I'm from freaking Michigan. Right. What alternate route? I, I know. Well, yeah, I come to find out when, and by gum, the freeway did close and we all exited. Oh my gosh. Um, and it was just, uh, you it's can imagine the, the congestion, but, but I quick got on Google and Google actually came up with a message that said uh, something about due to construction and here's your alternate route. So. I, I've badmouthed Google <laughs> sometimes, yeah. but this time it took us uh, on a uh, a very simple alternate route, but right. and got us there. But the whole world was going that same way, it seemed. So yeah, it took us a lot longer to get. And the last time we went through Phoenix, they had construction going on then too. That was in October. Yeah, yeah. They have not finished it. So well, I, I've been saying it's not as big, but to me, Phoenix is definitely becoming LA without the beach, hmm. which is worse. At least in LA, you've got go a little bit further, you've got the ocean. Phoenix has nothing. Well, before you sing too many praises about LA, yeah. Gas is now five dollars and nineteen cents a gallon in Los Angeles and all of California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how, well, um, in well, it's four dollars in Quartzsite. Did it go up to four? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I I didn't go to town today. So four dollars. Wow. Well, so I by the time I got we got back to Quartzsite and pulled in. Um, of course, Glenna came over to see it, like, ooh, what's going on? And, and uh, yeah, um, I was unhappy. Um, as much as we tried, we were pushing on it. We were pulling on it and pushing. You guys were pushing down. Somebody was doing, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't open. So I had to wait two more nights, sleepless nights, of, I just till Monday. And uh, we're looking at YouTube videos and what do you do oh, if yeah, your hood won't right, open and everything. Right. And we tried those things, but it sure would help if we had had a hoist to have the car up so that you could look in there. Uh, but yeah, uh, everything's but, so tight. But took it into Quartzsite. This which, is the part that I just yeah, couldn't believe. Took it into Quartzsite and some home, home guys, I'll say homeboys, but they weren't boys, they were men, husky men working on semis and, and it's a small it's called best auto rv and truck repair and it's just hop skipping a jump down here and when i went in the office it's very small and she goes oh just pull it into the yard and i'm like i'm liking this because you can't go on uh, the yard huh the yard well when you hear that the yard that means we're dealing with some 
a small hometown mm -hmm. uh, repair, auto repair. And I pulled in and three guys looking at my car and one of them kept working on it. And within a half hour, they had it open. They had every, it wasn't aligned. That was a problem. The latch wasn't aligned with the thing that goes down in. And they aligned that, took a crowbar, and, and they lined it up by sight. Then they had this big block. They put a wood block in there. One guy put the wood block in. The other guy pushed down on the hood, and they bent it back the way it's supposed to. Wow. Lee sent me a text message about an hour after she had uh, gone to town. And she said, this is looking pretty promising. And I just... Shame on me, but I couldn't believe it. I mean, she didn't have an appointment anywhere with any garage or anything. Yeah. And here she's telling me it looks like it's going to be okay. They're going to get it fixed. And I thought, mm -hmm. first thing in the, what did you leave? Quarter Monday to eight morning. or something? Yeah, it was, yeah, I was, you know, yeah. And um, I was just, they let me take pictures too, which is pretty unusual. Yeah. They yeah. were, they, I am going to sing their praises. Oh my gosh. So best auto, auto, RV, and truck repair. Well. On Central Boulevard in Quartzsite. I'm sure that uh, if Lee uh, has her, her druthers, she would say, go to best auto, RV, and, and truck repair yeah. to get any uh, work done on a vehicle that you have a problem with because they sure took care of her. And... They're going to, I have an appointment on the 10th. They're going to take out all my seats for me. That's just one less thing I have to do. My fingers are pretty beat up right now. Mm -hmm. Just from trying to open the hood, trying to do this and that. Oh, yeah. Oh, seriously. I, I'm just kind of like. Come on. Tell them, the, tell them the whole truth. And it's from waxing her new vehicle, too. Well, yeah. I, put some, <laughs> uh, I like to use, it's called New Finish. N-U Finish. And it's a, it's a, like a, a, um, what is it? Like a pace. Yeah. And yeah. you, um, it's a once a year car. One, you only have to do it one day, once a year. Mm. So I was just doing the hood because the wind's coming. It's going to get pelted with <laughs> sand and dust and dirt. and yeah. mm. So, um, it's all going good. And I think, um, and then we want to talk about, both of us want to talk about, the aspect of losing a home when you're a nomad. It's very, so, very traumatic, it which is. you know much better than I. Well, you, but you were there with me, so you know too. Yeah. And you were probably, weren't you sort of going through like, how would I feel? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. Well, let, let's take another short break and yeah. we'll come back and talk about that. Sounds good. Have I got a book for you. Thinking about the nomad life? Do you know someone who is thinking about starting the nomad lifestyle? Are you tired of looking out the same windows, the same landscape, the same neighbors? The nomad lifestyle is growing large. Well, I wrote a book, How to Live in a Minivan, The Minivan Leeway. I included all the information you need to move from a house to a vehicle so you can travel and meet new people. Oh, the freedom of this. You can find this book on Amazon. Search for Minivan Lee on Amazon. My book will come up. It's an e-book and it's a paperback. And it has lots of lists to get you started from A to Z all the way into your minivan and beyond. I'll also help you stay organized in your first year as a nomad. I'll show you the ropes, where to park, 
and how to spend your days. And I've got lots of lists to get you started. So go to Amazon and search for Minivan Lee. Now this isn't just for minivans. This book is useful for SUVs, RVs, high tops, vans, build outs. Yes, this book will help you get started. Now let's get back to this nomad life with Lee and Paul and their fascinating program. So let's talk about the trauma that can happen. Well, let's just, and, and this could easily be, I would liken this to having your house condemned, really. Well, I'll tell you, folks, I, I learned a lot over the course of the, of the last week, especially letting me know that I've been living full-time in this van for 10 months now. I was here with this van last winter, but now I'm I'm here full time. And when Lee got the word that her vehicle, they just refused to work on it. That her old Kia was done. That really brought it to to my mind. Okay, what if I blew an engine going down the freeway tomorrow? What, what am I going to do? Well, you start thinking, well, I guess I'd rent a car and I'd try, try to transfer everything I have. Everything I own, essentially, is in this van. I'd have to transfer that to a, I don't know, a pickup truck or another van or something temporarily, at least. Would I stay in a motel? All those things go through your mind. Oh, I know it. Because every little a change of anything could make a difference in what the scenario would be, which would mean that would change the outcome mm -hmm. or the path you would take to rectify so you could be in a home. A lot of people have mentioned go and rent a U-Haul trailer. Oh, that's not a bad that idea. That you put everything in. It'd be cheaper than a hotel, they yeah. say. Yeah. Then you can sleep in there, just rent it for as long as you need it. But, and then you could run around and find a, find something. But if whatever, if you are very particular about what you want, there's where it can get sticky. Because you can't just take the first thing you find. Right. You know, I, I don't know how it happened. Why, why did I just say that? The only reason that I have what I have is because of God. He knew this was coming down the pike. He just knew. I mean, he knows all. But this is my belief. It might not be your belief out there as you're listening. Because I know it is yours, Paul. Mm -hmm. But if, if you, because I was looking for, I mean, I put in my order for to God and, and the quantum world. I want a white suburban. I think that would be really cool to have a white suburban. Well, so I'm looking on Craigslist for a white suburban, right? There was no white suburban. Um, maybe there was, but it didn't. I think I did show you one. Remember we saw that white suburban that oh, one yeah. time? We did yeah. see one. We did see it. But did. for whatever reason, that was not yeah, to be. Right. And the, here's the clincher. I'm out here on BLM land. I've got my tent up. My silver Kia is parked. And in I pull with a 2014 Kia Sedona. So, by 
now I'm finding out that the 2006, which I have, and between 2006 and 2014, those are used almost the same parts. I mean, like, hello. Oh my gosh. I'm so they're so similar because if you if you're gonna do if you're gonna live in your minivan or any vehicle the flooring makes a difference on comfort there are some minivans that have railings that those seats go on oh yeah you have to take out the railing and then what are you gonna do with the holes where they're yeah it's a mess some of these minivans are a mess to deal with and i've actually heard the newer minivans that some of them i don't know what brand what make but you can't even take the seats out how in the world could that be i don't understand that yeah but i've heard that i don't know how true it is but i've heard that so that would suck you know so i also even have the same floor plan the same size the same floor plan everything so this is going to be a kind of once the seat get, seats get out that it's going to be kind of a easy transition Fantastic. moving things in yeah yeah and so, there are things you can do first. Uh, oh, sure. You know, you know, we talked about your uh, solar panel on the roof. And, right, and right. Where's the wiring going to go? But it's so cool, folks, because she's sitting here. She has her old vehicle parked right next to her new vehicle. And she can say, okay, here's what I did in the old one. What would I want to change? And right. Uh, it gives you time to yeah. plan, and we couldn't be at a better place. I mean, if we were in a Walmart parking lot in Tucson, they're not going to let you tear yeah. a vehicle apart and, right. and what have you. We're here in the desert, so it's beautiful. I mean, she can do what she needs to do and take her time. Well, you got to remember, Paul, if you go back, this all happened on a Friday night, I believe. And I was going to Tucson on Monday. I've had it out here. I was ready to go. I want to get to Tucson. I, it was hot. I ran my air conditioner. Smoke started coming out of the engine. My engine, I remember I was over here talking to you. I went in. Remember I came and got you. I go, something's wrong. And I said, there's smoke coming out. My and it was toxic inside of my minivan, so I couldn't run my air conditioner. Had that not happened, I could have been on my way to Tucson, That's and right. this happened. That's right. And I'd be in Tucson with this mess. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. So God knew exactly oh, he was, what to do. He was taking care of things. Oh, little did we know. Little did we know. And you know... Some people look for weeks and months yes. for a vehicle. We've seen the stories, as Lee mentioned before, the stories on, uh, whether it's on Facebook, the Facebook group, or whatever, and it's tough. She did this, essentially, in a weekend. So how can you, how can you go wrong? How can you argue with that? Well, when I did find out that it was going bad, my, I called down to Yuma to get it looked at. Mm -hmm. And I I couldn't get in there for a week and a half, remember? Right. It took a week and a half to get an appointment. So I was pretty much, you know, I thought, oh, I'm grounded out. I'm grounded. So I just kind of enjoyed myself, did some filming and stuff. But, you know, getting back to the what are you going to do thing, one thing that I'm going to suggest that you do is 
you stay close to God because he will guide you. He will take, if, if you're in his hands, he's going to take care of everything. Time and time again, but but you still, I still fret. I still like, oh, I feel like. Oh, that's like, human. That's very right? human. I still, but now looking back going, oh my gosh, I, I should have just known it was going to be perfect. Actually, it couldn't be more perfect. Because <laughs> um, we, and now I've got time because I'm waiting. Um, it isn't until next week that I get my seats out. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm sort of just taking my time going through bins, cleaning them out. What really, do, I'm, I mean, I'm cleaning them out. I, I don't want this anymore. I really don't want this anymore. I'm, I'm tired of carrying this around. And I'm really super organizing, if you can call it that, because I'm very organized, but I'm super organizing. Well, she's one of the most organized people I know, and she's carrying it a step further I mean, how wonderful is that to have the time yeah. to do that? So right. Lee didn't really state it, but her opinion of being here in Quartzsite has done a 180. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. a happy girl. So. Yeah, well, tonight I did have to go in because I was getting nothing out here, yeah. uploading a video. I was getting nothing. It went. It moved up 2% in like four hours. That's crazy. Remember, I finished it in the morning, and I had to go in by... Three o'clock, and I thought I gotta go in because it's moved up to two percent. Yeah, I don't know what the what the I've reset. I've folks, I've done everything I I know to do. Reset my network settings, restart my computer, and everything. But let's talk more about what a nomad can do. What are what are the what are the requirements to be a nomad? It's easy when you're in a home. And you're going to become a nomad. I mean, you're you're you just get your minivan or whatever you get a high top, whatever, and it's sitting out in your yard or sitting out in your garage, and you're getting it ready, and then you leave your home. Oh, that's as hunky dory, isn't it? I did it. You did it too, kind yeah. of, yeah. yeah. So you can get it ready. But let's talk about the the experienced nomad, like who's out here, like me, and all of a sudden your car goes. I don't have a yard. I don't have a home. I don't have a driveway to do this. There's where the sticky part comes in. So my there there are requirements to this. You have to have money. You have to have money in the bank. I mean, you just have to. It's a requirement. I mean, this this minivan took down a lot of my savings. Well, since quite honestly, since we've been here, we've run into a couple people who don't have money in the bank yeah and that's got to be yeah nerve-wracking yeah because if something happens and things do happen with mechanical items they're really in in dire oh, straits yeah. wow oh yeah what are they gonna do well there again if you're trusting God I mean he will make a way it's really good you should if you're going to be a nomad it's good to have a good savings well let's take another break let's talk about this mental what are the requirements of a nomad to be comfortable out here and have a little bit more peace of mind right yeah go to youtube.com minivan lee and check out the video descriptions 
My video descriptions feature links for Amazon products that I recommend. Gadgets, fun stuff, camping equipment, vehicle products, solar and energy products, and much more. These are products for the nomad life and for camping vacations. But you know what? They're useful for homeowners as well. Now I also have an Amazon storefront. So go to amazon.com slash shop slash minivan lee to access my storefront. When you use my links, I receive a small commission at no cost to you. Now, here's the deal. When you order within 24 hours of putting the item in your cart, even if you don't purchase that particular product, but you decide to buy something else after using my link, I do receive a small commission. My Amazon link is like a door. When you go through it and shop, it helps me with my videos and podcast costs. And I really want to thank you so much for doing this. All of the links are products that I use and have already tested out for the Nomad Life. And the products for any type of lifestyle as well. Minivan Lee Amazon Storefront link is in the podcast description as well as the link to the YouTube channel. Now let's get back to this fascinating program. Well, Lee, I, as I said, I've had a lot of thoughts since you've been through this ordeal. And it's only been a week, it, you know. But it was a hellacious week. And I know I saw what Lee went through and I saw the, the uh, fact that she wasn't sleeping at night. And I got to say, being a nomad ain't for sissies. You, you've got to be willing to do what is necessary, if at all possible, be prepared financially and because things can happen. And it was a real good lesson for me to see what you went through and what the, the hoops you had to jump through to uh, move that thing all on down the road. Well, now Max is knows that, I mean, his minivan's getting older, too. And so when he goes back to Michigan, he's going to, but he's going to go to a lot and and pick up, see what he can okay. find there. Yeah. I do not want car payments. So I like to just pay outright. You've got to have the balls <laughs> to do it if you're going to just pay outright and pay cash. If you're on Craigslist and you are going to get a minivan, because I think a lot of people are saying they can't find the minivans, but they're going to lots. If you look on in Craigslist, or I don't know Facebook market, I don't know those, but I do know Craigslist. And I can just punch in a city. To me, that's easy. It's where I got my 2006. Yeah. But you've got to have the balls to do it. You've got to have faith. And you and here's another thing too. You better know a little bit about something about what you're looking at. Because they're they I, I have yet to find any private sale car. They're gonna let you keep that car for the day to, to go take it to a mechanic. Right. Plus you'd have to set up a time when you're gonna go see the mechanic. They're so busy now in the garages. So you're gonna call they th this person who's selling his vehicle wants to sell it to the person that's going to be the easiest, that has the money, right. and he wants to do it right away. He's not going to let you take off with this minivan or car, whatever, and he's not going to let you make appointments. 
if somebody doesn't take, if there's two people who are looking at your vehicle and one of them wants to take it to a mechanic and the other one doesn't, I'm going to sell it to the other one. Just because I just want to get this over with. Well, sure. You want less hassle, if at all possible. Right. Right. So, but you better know what you're looking for then. And you better be looking to see if the hood's askew. <laughs> yeah. You have right. to look at those things. Another thing, too, I didn't even test the windows. Maybe the windows didn't even work. I, there was a lot of things I didn't test that I probably should have. Well. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. Well, and 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 how often do we buy cars in our lives? Oh, sure. Yeah. Not that often. I think really. That's where a uh, a lot or a dealer really has you in a, at an advantage. They do this every day, day in, day out. They know what needs to be done, and and so forth and so on. And where for an individual, it's tough. And you're talking about lots of money most times. Especially now, and they're going to back. They're going to back the sale as rather than a private sale. It's not going to back it. True. Yeah. yeah. So you better. I'm going to suggest you if you're going to do a private sale. And there's a lot of you out there. It's like, well, I would never do a private sale. But there's a lot of you that have to do private sales because you don't want payments. And I do believe I might be wrong on this. What do you think, Paul? I think a private sale is a lot of them are sold by dealers who s give them to their brother or their sister and say, put oh, this on. Absolutely. It's really me, but put this in there. But because it's private, they go cheaper. So I think, am I right that you're going to get a cheaper price when you go by owner? Well, that very well could be. That very well could be. Because uh, obviously a, a, an auto lot, sales lot, used car lot, whatever, they're in the business to make a profit, and they're going to go for the the best dollar and and uh, to yeah. get the most out of the sales. How so much you think this van would be worth on a lot? At the time and I bought what, it, you, well, or the price, not the worth. I said that wrong. How much you think the price would be if had I bought this very same one on a lot? Well, we looked at Kelly Blue Book, right? right. You did. And you found that this was priced right in the center of yes. what they felt uh, okay. that kind of vehicle was worth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's, that's the price I would have looked for to make sure it was a reasonable amount of money. Okay. And seeing the condition of the vehicle, I mean, it, it's beautiful, folks. We can't show you a picture, obviously, but it's beautiful. Yeah, it's had some repair work. It's had some collision service, obviously. But it, I think they did a wonderful job. Well, other than job. that lousy hood. Yeah. That, hey, that's been fixed, so we can move on from there. So you have to have, um, I'm going to say that to be a nomad, you have, got, have to have good mental health. You have to start up. Because things are going to happen as a nomad that are going to bring it down. So if you're starting at a middle point of your mental health, you're going to be looking at depression down here, down way down here. And so you need to start up. You need to be an up person. You need to be resilient, and you need to be very optimistic. Well, you'll recall, I'm sure, just a couple of months ago, we talked to your daughter, who was a psychologist, 
about these kinds of things and I put it uh, very uh, succinctly in saying yeah it, nomad life is not for sissies it's not it's not it can work on you when you I mean you just went through uh, so much of, of a thank goodness thank God it was a short amount of time but it seemed like an eternity that's because well I know it did because when I first saw the problem the I mean I knew there was problems with my minivan but when I first saw the seriousness of it it was a good week before I could even have it seen mm -hmm. a week and a half that's right. why it seems so long right the whole thing seems so long because we had the meetup and we were just trying to kind of get our homeostasis back from that and then this happened because I was ready to leave courtside but yeah it was like yeah a lot is I think I think we were both a little bit burned out anyways coming into this yeah, car thing that's true but oh here's another thing I just thought about what about the person who's just solo oh my gosh because I was solo for a good four years, four or five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes a big difference, doesn't it? Makes a difference in your mental health. If you're just talking about mental health, there's nothing wrong with being alone, but you better have a support system outside of you, whether whether it's family members or something like that. Yeah. But I'm going to say more important. There are two things. The most important, other than mental health, is having faith in a higher power that's for you and having a savings save your money do not come out here without a savings mm -hmm. imperative that you have savings right right yeah yeah well it's uh it's amazing that you mentioned the meetup a lot of the people that were here for the meetup were kind of giving this uh, feeling it out mm -hmm. doing it for the first time it was it was fun it was very interesting to see them uh, whether they had a, a little tent for because if they couldn't unload the back of their minivan or whatever it was they didn't have a place to sleep so they had to have a little tent and they they planned that out and I give you great credit for that because of your book you you prepared them for that yeah knowing what to look for and yeah. what you might need and giving them lists that outlined it so beautifully that oh my gosh I need to have a stove don't I do what do I do I get a gas do I right. get a propane do I get a combo and so it, it was right. great well now with the tent they put their things in it so they could sleep in their vehicle right yeah right so yeah they were testing it out and here's where the I think here's where the rubber really hits the road is what happened to me I mean this is new for me too what happened to me right now this week this is where true I I'm a true nomad now because I went through where my the rubber really did hit the road mm -hmm. it right. really did my vehicle they literally said we cannot fix this and you have to find something new fixing it's easy oh yeah I'm gonna fix my van I'm gonna fix it I'm always gonna have this well and then Max is finding that out too I'm not always gonna have this van and here's the real kicker is that we do it's crazy but we fall in love with our vehicles 
and it's sad. Well, you, I mean, I kind of think that I have a newer vehicle, but it, it, it only has 47,000 miles on it, and I think, well, I've got years and years of use left in this. But the day after tomorrow, something can happen to this engine, and I'm done. And I have to, just like you did, I have to take the bull by the horns and yeah, and make a plan B. Now, how long did it take you to find this? You knew you were looking for it. I looked months. Oh, no. Well, you were being really choosy. Well, I'll bet God would have exactly what you wanted right then and there. Because he, he knows when this van is not going to work anymore. Or he knows when it'll be time for you to get another one. Okay. It's going to be right there. No, I believe that. And I you probably it. didn't even want it yet. You didn't need it for months, obviously. That's why it took so long, right? Well, I, the, uh, you have to remember, two years ago, these Ram or or whatever make and model uh, you you talk about, they have burst in yeah. popularity. I mean, you can't hardly drive down the highway in this area. Oh, without yeah. seeing a, 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 a van like this. Oh, it yeah. wasn't that way two years ago, just right. two years ago. So, they yeah. were hard to come by, but uh, thankful I found this through the help of my youngest uh, son, Greg, and he found it for me up uh, in the northern Michigan, and the rest is history. So. Well, I, at least I got my minivan back. I'm still minivanly, not <laughs> suburbanly. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Yeah. That would have been a hard decision to make. What am I going to change here, if anything? I know. Well, I think we pretty much, uh, yeah, it's been an experience. And I uh, this food for thought for everybody. And, you know, I mean, I've seen people in homes have their houses condemned for whatever reason. Mold in them, something like that. They're going through the same thing. So, well, um, I hope you enjoyed. Hope, hope you enjoyed doing this with me, Paul. Absolutely. And then everybody um, found it interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very interesting to know what someone else has gone through in this kind of transition. And uh, Well, I really got to thank you. I mean, you, you made this so much easier for me. Well, thank you. You were just right there. Like, let's go. Yeah. Let's go look at it. I was happy to help. Knew something had to be done, and soon, so... And, uh, I, um, well, I, I won't indebt my life to you, but, you know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I am your, your slave forever, you know. But, no, but thank you. Yeah, yeah. thank you a lot. Well, you're thank very Thank you welcome. so much. And, folks, I'd just like to say that, you know, that this podcast, as you well know, is called This Nomad Life. It's not for everyone. It you isn't. need you need to be sure that this is for you, and you know I'm not trying to dissuade anyone from taking up this kind of lifestyle. I love it. Millions of people love it, and you have to be ready. You have to be careful, and you have to be prepared. And if you can be, it's a wonderful life. I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah. And just one last thing. Reiterating again, be prepared. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>